Thursday, everybody, and welcome back to the Couchside Judges. I'm Scott Fontana. Follow me on Twitter at Scott underscore Fontana. And I'm Dan Urban. Follow me on Twitter at the Dan Urban. Follow the podcast at Couchside Judges and subscribe to us wherever you listen. And if you like this show, even though we're a day later than usual, give us that five-star review. We, We earned it. As usual, we talk judging in MMA. Head on over to abcboxing.com to read the criteria. So, Dan, what we have here is a very special Tuesday edition of the Couchside Judges. Now, why is this special? I was away. Yeah, so we're a day late. A day late, but, I mean, it was it was totally worth it. The For Giants, you! The Giants are back, Super Bowl bound. First time we're starting the season 1-0 in, like, six years. Great game to be at. I bet it was. You know what I'm not happy about? My team, my Carolina Panthers, and nice the stupid that. roughing the passer call. Am I wrong here? This was a stupid call. Uh, I only saw one replay of it, but I'm I'm a proponent of that quarterbacks deserve to be hit more. <laughs> so obviously, I'm on your side. There, there was no, there was no penalty. There it was, it was BS. Um, and that essentially created the opportunity for the Browns to get downfield enough for them to hit a 58 yard field goal that would have been good from 94. I'm pretty sure. I just want to say, how does it feel? As a Giant fan, I lost a game to the Panthers with a monster kick Sir, like that. I so, like that kick, but you have that kicker now. Well, yeah, I don't think he has that leg anymore. No, he doesn't. He does so, not. Graham Gano does not have that kick, that, that leg anymore. Yeah. Apparently, Graham Gano came into uh, my wife's store like a year or two ago. Wow. Well, yeah. Or, or no, it wasn't him. It was like his nanny, the nanny for his kids or something. Uh, I don't know. Someone someone in the Graham Gano camp. They call him Double G? I don't know. I'd call him Double G. Probably. I'd, maybe they call him Graham Cracker. Although that's kind of like, like it's kind of like his first name plus like an epithet. I like I like Nabrisco graham crackers, honey flavored. They're delicious. They are, but we are getting way off topic here. We ought to get back yeah. to the uh, the fights here, shouldn't <laughs> we? Uh, we'll do the we'll do the uh, the graham cracker uh, podcast later in the week. Yeah, stay, stay tuned for that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we we got to talk about UFC two seventy nine. Uh, everyone's been waiting with bated breath. To talk about, uh, well, probably at least one decision on here, I think, had a lot of people kind of talking, right? We, you started to see all the, you know, was this a robbery conversations that usually come out of the ones that get a whole lot of attention, right? Yeah. Um, we'll get to that fight later. We, we don't even need to get, name it just yet. But let's focus, for starters, on Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson, the fight that we did not expect to happen because it wasn't scheduled till Friday. But we deserved. <laughs> but it was the it was the fight we deserved. Yes, it was. Um and Dan, obviously you're you're our you're our two oh nine guy here. I right? am. You're the two oh nine guy. Uh you love that crew. You love the Nate Diaz army, the Nick Diaz army, you love all of it. Where does this fight rank among the Nate Diaz fights? Ah, yes, that's right. We, he's, Dan, Dan is is signaling to me because we don't have video. He's signaling to me the whiteboard in this room, which just says two oh nine Nick Diaz Army on it, and it has said that since Nick Diaz last fought. Yeah, and that well, that's thunder. Ooh, I don't know if anybody heard that thunderclap there, but hey, we got we got some loud thunder yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, Nate and Tony, great fight. Um, I don't know about an all time fight. As far as Nate goes, no, probably not. But Although he did win it, fight, so got to yeah. go up the up the ranks a little bit. Fun fight. I mean, when I think all time Nate Diaz fights, Connor won. Sure, uh, that's the one. I remember. I remember being in there for the Rory Markham fight at one eleven. We were there for that. Yeah, um, separately. We didn't know each other. UFC on Fox three main event versus Jim Miller. That was a tough one for that, me. That was a big one for him. Yeah. Um, 
This was a solid fight. This was a good fight, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like an overall good, not great fight. It did not get fight of the night honors and probably deservedly so. I don't think it needed to. Um, nah. but it, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was it was a good fight, good win. Had had the typical uh, antics. You even got Tony getting yeah. into it. He did he did the Nick Diaz lie down. He did. I yes, I was. <laughs> yep. That did you, was. Paying, did you enjoy that one? He's paying tribute to his to Nick. That, oh yeah, I liked it. It was it was all love. Like you could tell there was just such respect. And then after the fight, they they did the same thing. But like you could tell even in there, there was a lot of respect between these two guys. Yeah, real real recognizes real. So indeed, indeed. When it comes to these two guys, they don't really have to put on a show to be entertaining. Like. They don't have to ham it up. Sure, sure, so, sure. I mean, to a degree, that is kind of what they're doing, but... <laughs> right, but it's the, it's natural. It's not... It feels more natural coming from these yeah. two individuals than, let's say, someone Chill. else. I mean, imagine if Marvin Vittori started doing this yeah. or something like that. He'd be like, nope, pass. <laughs> Doesn't work. But, but this, obviously, is the last time that we'll see Nate Diaz in the UFC, at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah, he's coming back for a he, title run, he said. He, that's what he says, but, you know, maybe he decides he doesn't want to do that anymore or something like that. Maybe he puts the UFC out of business with Real Fight, Inc. You I know. mean, he well, he beat the champ already, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about shot. that. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah. That retroactively becomes the champion for mm-hmm. in some weird way. Um, but, but, I mean, what do you... As a fan, especially, want to see Nate do next. Like, what is it? What is it you want to see from him? Well, I think Anderson Silva's doing God's work right now, and if somehow he fails at that <laughs> I, in, in fighting Jake Paul, in yeah. Jake Paul, I I think let Nate do it next. Which, by the way, as as I tweeted out and I I had asked him about this, I had I spoke to Anderson Silva earlier today. He is a grandfather. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to uh, pass along congratulations to Grandpa Spider <laughs> over there, 47 years young. He's got a grandchild. He's very excited to uh, corrupt and turn into the terror of his son's life, yeah, apparently. He's gonna be sh- telling me. going to be showing the kids his violent finishes. No, no, no. It was, it, what he was saying to me was that he wants them to, like, Throw, you know, trash the house, like throw the shoes outside, light fires. Also, like he was like, like he it. really wants him to be like just like a maniac to to drive his son nuts. Which like is kids awesome. be kids. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what kid didn't play with fire all over the house, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but he he sounds like he's having a blast with it. But uh, yeah, I mean that that's kind of, that's kind of the fight that I think everybody really anticipates would happen. Right? Is is yeah. Nate and and Jake Paul? I mean, but he also didn't throw out the. The uh, he said jujitsu even would be a possibility. One has a jujitsu division. Maybe does some grappling fights. And and so I'd be, I'd be and one has that, like so. I think they have like nine billion viewers. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, one one championship has nine billion viewers. So they get like one or two billion people from other planets to watch, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, interstellar uh, championship. They got there. a big bank account. They wanted them. They get them. So. Supposedly. There, there's a lot of fudgery in those numbers, so we'll we'll, we'll say, um, but that would be interesting. It would be interesting to see him compete in jujitsu. I feel like he wouldn't go to one. I feel like he would get other people to come where he is. Real yeah, fight, Inc. Right? Yeah, I guess. You know, if if he's if that's the route he's going, why would he go somewhere else and just make people come to him? Hmm. You know, it's different in that world because maybe co promote really someone. I don't know that honestly. If it's if it's just grappling, I don't know that he needs to. Yeah, you know, I really don't. Um, but you know, he's talking about you know jujitsu and, and kickboxing and, and MMA and boxing, all this stuff like under one roof in this real fight ink. Well, I forget what the uh, the slogan is, but it's like real ninjas, real uh, uh, real ish. 
all that kind of stuff because we're mm-hmm. we're uh, we can't do the the curses on our show. We got the the Apple non explicit thing. So um, yeah, I forget we can't we can't actually say his real thing. But yeah, I mean that that's probably the fight. That honestly, win or lose, like just just do Nate Diaz against Jake Paul next. Or you know what? I wouldn't even hate Nate Diaz against Anderson Silva in boxing. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Technically speaking, no one won or lost the Nick Diaz versus Anderson Silva fight. And I know they don't love to do common opponents kind of thing, but you know what? Maybe maybe that one kind of squeezes through on a technicality. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that would be a lot of fun. You know? And what do you want from Nate? This is what I want. I want fun. I just want to have fun when I know yeah. that he's doing something that I might want to watch. Mm-hmm. Like It better be fun. How do you point with boxing gloves on? Oh, that's a good question. He's going to have to take those off. Yeah. I, I mean, does, what's a slap in boxing? That's a good question. Yeah, that, that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly, boxing is going to take away a lot of his powers. It, it might actually, How can he yeah. flip the middle finger with a boxing glove on? You can't hold just, your fist up like that. It doesn't work. Just going to have to be verbal with it. It's, you know, maybe you could do like the Italian thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Fangul. You know? <laughs> uh, he, he's not from Jersey. He's Cali, right? Um. But I guess the other question, too, is is Tony Ferguson here? Is, is Obviously, he lost this fight. Uh, I don't think he necessarily looked bad, but I don't think he... Look, the version of Nate Diaz that we have now isn't necessarily the championship-winning Nate Diaz, right? Um, we've seen better versions of Nate, I think. He's getting a little older. I guess. I, I know it's hard for you to say, right? But I think probably we're starting to see at least some decline in Tony Ferguson, right? He's lost several fights in a row. He's even looked good in some of them, but realistically, he's just he's losing too many of these. He's coming out on the wrong end after winning so many in a row. The question I pose to you is, how should Tony Ferguson be booked going forward? Like, what fights do you want him in? What division do you want him competing in? Like, what do you want to see the rest of the way from Tony Ferguson? I, we can write him off as a cha- championship contender, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. So what do you want to see? I mean, you can, you can book him against uh, Lee. Still, you can redo. You that want to fight. do that fight again? You can redo it. I mean, I don't know. If, I felt like they just made that fight because they needed something. Yeah, I don't know how interesting it was going into it. I don't know where I where I would put him. Uh, just I I think he's in the same boat. Just you know, fun matchups, really. Yeah, I feel like he moves into kind of that. I the the guy who always comes to mind now is uh, even though he's got, he's retired, Carlos Condit, like that Carlos mm-hmm. Condit division. Where you maybe you still want to see him fight, but you kind of want to see him fight against guys he should be fighting, and I think that's where I'm at with Tony Ferguson. It's not like he's you you can't put him in there against. Did Condit retire? Oh yeah, Condit did retire. Yeah, 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 he did. He officially retired. Um, I I assume he's out of the Usada pool, which is another good sign that he's he's Mm -hmm. retired. Um, yeah, I mean, there's I feel like there's lightweights and and welterweights that he could compete against that would be would be fun. Jim Miller. Jim Jim Miller would be fun. I I honestly think that would be a really good fight mm-hmm. to put together. I really do. Um, and let them do it at whatever weight they want. Yeah, shoot, why not? Yeah, so yeah, who cares about the weight classes anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, let them fight it. You know what? They should only fight at one sixty five. I should let, yeah. let them fight for the inaugural one hundred sixty five pound UFC title. I don't yeah. care about the legitimacy of just do it. It'd be fun. Let let both of them get the chance to win the title. Right. Yep. Yeah. I'm good with it. <laughs> um, and Ferguson does have that win over Kevin Lee, who everyone was saying was the hunt. You know, they were talking about as maybe the 165 pound mm-hmm. champ, right? You know, was, mm-hmm. that was kind of the gimmick, I guess. Um, yeah, so that'd be fun. I think we're more or less on the same page. I think with Tony, right? What about Chimaev? Because Chimaev, of course, blew everything up when he missed Wade. We don't, I, and we all know the story. It's, the, it's not like we have to beat. This I don't know how the man heel turn completely. What do you mean heel turn completely? He I was think we, not. He was. He was, he was not a loved man. 
He was. I mean, like after the after he missed weight, a lot of people were high on him. Yeah, but I don't. I think people still understand that he's skill. I think I, there was. I don't know that he was necessarily a. Uh, I thought people liked him face before, but yeah, now obviously yes, he's he's very much leaned into that that heel like you're talking about here. But like, what do you do with this guy now? Like he he's in a position where he's obviously just amazing. Um, the the talent is is there now. Granted, this was as friendly a matchup as I thought Nate Diaz was for him in the sense that he was probably going to be able to get a takedown right away, more or less get to a dominant position and, and just either pound it out or or submit. And he ended up just submitting here. Um, Listen, I don't know if he submits Nate, and he was yeah, breathing yeah. very heavy. He'd have to pound him out, and the ref would have to stop it. I think it would have been okay, but let's, for argument's sake, we'll we'll kind of keep going here. What do you want? them to do now i mean do you want him to go down to 170 again do you think he should just abandon it i mean his coach was talking about like i guess cutting weight's been a lot harder ever since covid and that kind of thing well he avoids the covington matchup if he goes to middleweight so i don't know covington's talking about according to dana talking about taking fights uh like three different weight divisions yeah right? that was a while ago though oh he was talking about it recently enough yeah i know this the, the next fight for him would be covington if he stayed at welterweight if he stays at welterweight, that is probably the one that makes um, the most sense. But middleweight's as quick as quickest route to the belt. But he also said he won't fight Whitaker. Yeah, that's fine. He doesn't need to fight so, Whitaker to get there. I, I actually wouldn't need that. There's other guys that I would feel okay with putting him in there just to get into the title. Marvin Vittori, Jared Cannonier. Well, Vittori just lost, guys? so it can't be that. Yeah, I think didn't Cannonier just lose Costa? to? Am I misremembering? Yeah, no, Cannonier just lost to to. Um, Israel Adesanya, so no. Give me, maybe, you know maybe, what? Maybe, at least losing maybe, to the champion that makes him a little more sense. Maybe Hamza, Hamza, the guy that says he's gonna kill everybody and does kill everybody, versus the guy who says he wants to kill everybody and doesn't even come close to killing him. Sean Strickland. <laughs> that would be fun too. That's what we should do. Are they? Are they? I forget. Are they friendly? Or are they not friendly? I it, I feel like they have some sort of relationship one way or the other. I think he. I don't know. I have a clue. I, it, off the top of my head, it's been a long day, so I don't remember. But, um. No, I, honestly, I, I would say just let the guy focus on middleweight. Just stop trying to cut down there. You know, we're, we're both anti-weight cutting anyway. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he cuts a, enough weight to get to 185, too, but definitely a lot less than when he cuts to 178 and a half. Yeah, and then he just <laughs> says I'm done. Or, or or the commission tells him to, to stop or the doctor tells him to stop. Mm-hmm. As it sounds like that was the case here uh, regardless. So, no, I, I, I hope that he ends up at 185, but, uh, you know, I, w- I would like to see him if he's if he's committed to 185, fast track him. Just just give him a, a number one contender belt. About off the bat, it does not need to be Robert Whitaker because let's say he goes in there and he wins, then Robert Whitaker can get a title shot. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have that as a, I mean, you know, Hamzat really can't say no at that point. Right. So that would be good. I just really want to see the 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 wrestling matchup with Covington. Yeah, so that's what that's most intriguing to me <sighs> overall. So it's not the wrestling that intrigues me. There, I think that would be an interesting fight on the whole, though. It would be interesting to see how it would play out. But yeah, I don't want it at one seventy. I don't really want to see him at one seventy anymore. I'm, I'm kind of done with that. Um, before we get into contested rounds, we do have um, nine of them here, five of them from the pay per view. Actually, really bad news, unfortunately, over the weekend. Some some real sad news that that is uh, kind of affected the MMA community at large is is the the death of Elias Theodoro, UFC veteran, Ultimate Fighter winner. Um, he's 34 years old. Apparently, was going through a private battle with cancer, um, and uh, he succumbed to cancer on September 11th. So that was that was very sad news to come out that evening. Uh, I know everybody 
on social media who pretty much had any interaction with him to any degree was really broken up about it, really affected by it. They, you only heard stories about how he was just this all-around good guy, nice guy, trailblazer um, for people especially who, who you know believe in cannabis as, as and its medicinal properties and that kind of thing. Um, but that just the fact that I, there was one that stood out to me, Dan. I don't know if you saw this. There was a video posted from Michael Chiesa, and Michael Chiesa was talking about how I guess there was one time they were at like a speaking engagement or was, there was he, um, Chiesa had some sort of speaking engagement he was going to be doing at this event and Theodora was there and he's like well I don't have a jacket and Theodora literally gives him the jacket like off his back mm. like it's it's literally the shirt off your back yeah you wow. um, and that Chiesa still had the jacket he was talking in this little video he's like this is the jacket so he never got to give it back to him wow yeah but yeah, yeah. I, I know a lot Sad of people stuff. are broken up by it. Yeah, it's uh, my my heart goes out to all of those people. It goes out to his family, his friends, those closest to him, those those who interacted with him. It made me it made me sad that I never actually had the chance to um, meet him or work with him or know him in any capacity because he seems like just a decent dude. And mm-hmm. I like de- I like decent people. So yeah, um, and and solid fighter. Honestly, I I always thought it was. He got a raw deal being let go by the UFC because look, he may not have been the most entertaining fighter. It's you know I don't I don't think we're selling the name to say that but he is legitimately I thought he was a top fifteen middleweight in the world because he was only losing to some of the best guys so I thought he got gypped there I didn't like that all right but it is what it is that's um, we would not unfortunately have gotten much more out of him the the last fight of his career Dan was against Brian the Beast Baker former Bellator veteran who actually himself was a cancer survivor I just thought that was very interesting when. Uh, uh, I think it was Aaron Bronster actually tweeted that out. So hmm. it's just very sad, very sad. Cancer sucks. F cancer. But yeah, we're on to contested rounds here. We do have nine, as I mentioned, nine rounds here. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez fight is the one that we are going to spend, I think, probably the most time on here. Daniel Rodriguez getting the split decision win over Li Jing Liang in a fight that I think a lot of people thought was going to be uh, maybe a victory for Lee. It was a close fight, but it ended up, being a split, 29-28, all three ways, except every round was split, we find out later. Yeah, so I went into this fight knowing people were upset about it. Okay, yeah. Um, that's that's kind of... Now I'm kind of... Unavoidable, right? Um, wondering why, but... Well, uh, we'll get MMA to it, right? Uh, makes me shake my head all the time, so... Yes, they do. Let's get into it, though. Let's start with round one. What happens in round one? Uh, pretty competitive round here. I think Rodriguez is landing good punches to the head. Lee is landing some solid kicks to the body and to the legs. Rodriguez throwing you know, a couple kicks of his own. I think a few of Rodriguez's punches to the head really stood out more as the more impactful strike, so I'm on him, 10-9. But Lee lands good in the final 45 seconds. Good leg kick, good left left punch to the head. It's a really close round. I thought the kicks in general from Lee were actually doing a real good job in, in this round. Uh, you know, like kicks to different zones, really, the body as well. Body and leg. Yeah, I, I liked seeing it. I thought that was uh, just barely. I thought that was more damaging uh, on the whole. So I ended up going uh, with Lee here. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not broken up about you going the other way. Not at all. No. Um, so you ended up in the majority on that one. Rodriguez was the majority. Judges Doug Crosby and Ron McCarthy had it your way. I saw it as Mike Bell did um but yeah so we're, we're split here but yeah no no nothing crazy also commentary did no favors for uh people on lee so. that's just true that that does you know how it happens especially yeah. rogan seems to find these grooves right mm-hmm. he, it's just, i think he's notorious for this kind of thing right round two 
What's happening here, sir? Another close round. I think Rodriguez is landing with more force. His leg kicks are pretty impactful. I see Lee throwing hard, but he's missing with those hard ones. The ones he lands aren't aren't thrown with as much force. Again, not really landing at the, uh, to the head much, just sticking with the legs and body. Lee does land a big punch that backs Rodriguez off a little bit. Probably the most, I want to say maybe biggest part of the round, but really not that big of a uh, moment in the round. Um doesn't really take advantage of it and allows Rodriguez to regroup, lands a couple more shots of his own, including a partially blocked head kick at the end of the round. I uh, think it's Rodriguez 10-9. Actually, I thought this was the closest round in the whole fight, Okay, to be perfectly honest. I did see it your way, too. I saw it the same way uh, with Rodriguez getting the round, but I thought this was the one that was, I don't want to say coin toss. It's not That's not the right verbiage, but it was a, it was a round that I think had the easiest case for both men to get this round. It just it was very close and they each had kind of some mm-hmm. moments here, right? Yeah. You know? Anytime you've got that and if you want to say, okay, you know, especially the judges in particular, like if if Ron McCarthy who had this one for Lee, if if what he saw was, hey, this guy was really hurt in, in this situation. He really did a lot more damage in this situation, mm-hmm. or even just enough, right? Just enough more damage than Rodriguez in, in kind of these higher spots. Then it goes that way, right? Mm-hmm. And you gotta defer to the judges in that situation, right? They're a lot closer. They can read it a lot more than we can at home. Oh, yeah, they're right there. So, so But, yeah, we, we're both on Rodriguez here. Bell and uh, Crosby had it the same way as us. Like I said, Lee uh, was uh, – he only got the round from McCarthy uh, in this case. But, yeah, no, nothing wrong with here, too. And round three now we're at. What's, uh, what's going on here? Uh, I thought this was a pretty close round. I think yeah. Rodriguez has the volume edge. Lee landed a little bit stronger here, especially to the body. Uh, few to the head, but I thought Rodriguez was getting the better reactions. Even though Lee was landing some some shots, I, I didn't think they were as effective as what Rodriguez was doing with his jab, snapping the head back with almost every single one he landed. Uh, this fight doesn't feel like a 30-27, but I think Lee needed a little more in each round to get it. Very close fight. I don't see anything to be upset about either way. So, But how can you give it 30-27 when it was a close <laughs> fight, Dan? That's supposed to be a split decision. That's the 10 10- Point muscles. A close fight, you. you're supposed to score a split decision for. You're supposed to write split decision. I don't get it. Judges, man, they're the worst. Sal D'Amato. Nah. Wasn't even on this He fight. wasn't on this fight. <laughs> um, no, I... Again, this is a close enough round. But I think I'm with you here. I, I had this one for Rodriguez. So you and I both saw it the same way as Mike Bell in this case. It was, And that is... Uh, he was the only judge, though. Judges Crosby and McCarthy saw this one for Lee. So this is the only round that Lee won the majority uh, of judges in the in in a round here, right? Mm-hmm. So technically speaking, if you want to just go on aggregate, Rodriguez wins round one, Rodriguez wins round two, and then Lee wins round three. Obviously, we don't score fights like that, but um, that's kind of what we have here. But because you and I had it the same way as the out judge Bell here, what uh, what does that mean for Mister Mike Bell? Couch that over. Got to ship that one cross country. That is in the mail. One of these days, I'm actually going to send one. I mean, I always send them. I always send them. I always send them. It's just the mail service. I'll hand deliver one next time. No, not next time. Definitely not next time. <laughs> that would just be crazy. Um, but yeah, so that that is it for that fight. I, I mean, you know. Robbery is obviously the buzzword mm. that we see out of here. Uh, Lee was wearing a robbery shirt uh, on Ariel Hawani's show Monday. Look, if the fighter wants to do it, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm echoing uh, the the thoughts of Caposa, which I saw were tweeted earlier today, but I agree with wholeheartedly. If Lee wants to do it, fine. 
absolutely. He he feels like he was wronged. He wants the win. That doesn't mean it actually was. All right, guys. Just chill. Just chill. You can get there. You can get to that score. Dan had 30-27, Rodriguez. I don't think that's a crazy score. It's, it not, it's not crazy to do the leech for 30-27. It's not. All these rounds are close. We feel like we feel like we could go one way with these rounds, but we also understand the counter argument. It's okay to do that. Yeah, it's a close fight. It's not a robbery. No, no. And it, but it is unfortunate for uh, for Lee because he had just the, he had the worst luck all week, right? Did he? Yeah, dude. He had the he had the. Uh, you didn't see the blue suit. This like awesome custom blue suit that he was going to wear. I just pulled up a picture of it real quick. Yeah, that's all. I don't know what the deal. So the, the deal was. was that he was, you know, he got this suit for the press conference. He's going to the press oh, conference, okay, and then yeah, the press did, conference yeah. gets canceled because of all the backstage shenanigans. Yeah. Um. And so it was that was Hamzad again, right? Apparently messing up everything. Couldn't even show off the suit. They didn't he, even show any. Then of the he messes good up stuff. the the matchup. He was going to have you know Tony Ferguson. Maybe he beats Ferguson. I don't know. Yeah. But, I, don't know. I mean, I, the thing is, at least Nate went two and zero. I'm just on saying. The weekend. I'm just saying he got a raw deal. And you know what he did? Do you know what what Lee did for Tony Ferguson earlier in the week? Not a clue. Tony was walking near some cables, and you know what Lee did? He made sure to warn him, be careful. He <laughs> pulled them out of the way. That's he funny. was warning him. It was hilarious. It was wonderful. It was it was the greatest yeah. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and that's not hyperbole, obviously. <laughs> Um, but we can move on though from this fight. Uh, we we do have actually two rounds in the Nate Diaz Tony Ferguson fight though, uh, which of course ended round four guillotine choke submission. Before that, rounds two and three were split. So what that meant is that on one card, Tony Ferguson was actually winning the fight through three rounds. That was interesting. Hmm. So let's talk about these two rounds. Start with round two, sir. Round two, Diaz opens up with a really strong leg kick, and it's not the most uh popular strike in the Diaz arsenal. No, not typically, but you saw but, more of it this time. Yeah, this was that was a good kick. Uh although a good round for Ferguson. He has some success with the leg kicks. Uh his, his leg is still bleeding like a faucet. Right from the check kick yeah. in the first round. Uh he landed some good combos, a nice uppercut, but I think the tried and true one twos from Diaz is the most effective. You know, Ferguson has a busted up face. Uh it's a close round, but I'm on Diaz, ten nine. Yeah, I think that damage on the face, like you actually have to give that some weight because especially it's right near the eye, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not cumulative. That that seemed to have happened in that particular round. This is this is immediate yep. damage, right? Um, I think I think when the, you gotta weigh that more heavily than you would just like say let's say a scrape on you know the cheek or something like that, right? This is something. Oh yeah, it's it's something to account for. So I I think that not that that alone wins the round for him, but it certainly makes a close round I think much easier for mm-hmm. me to give it to Diaz than to give it to Ferguson. But he's getting the better effect on the strike. Those one twos and Ferguson's bending. And he's trying. I'm not to necessarily disagreeing. I'm just saying, when, if you if you want to say, okay, this is this is damn close. Outside of the actual physical damage left behind on the eye, there, I think it makes it much easier to go the other way. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to say that uh, Judge Junichiro Kamido was like wrong to give this round. I don't think this was a bad score or anything like that. But I do think the better score here would have been Diaz. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't have as good a view on it. I don't know. Because, mm-hmm. you know, what, is he, what if he doesn't know how the bleeding started yeah. there? You know, who, who knows? It, it's tough to say if he can't see where the strike came from, right? So that is, uh, we're on the same page here. Sal D'Amato, Ron McCarthy, we saw it their way. Like I said, Judge Camillo had it for Ferguson, but yeah. not, not, my, not my favorite score. Okay. And it's fair to say. Uh, round three, where are we at now? Oh, well, this is a weird round. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ferguson is... Leg kicks are starting to pay off now a little bit. Yes, they uh, are. He, he lands the, cum- a, the cumulative damage. He lands a big inside leg kick, and then you can see Diaz. He starts like limping a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
And then he gets hit with a left, and it felt like Nate got poked in the eye, is what it looked like from the angle we had. And he like kind of backs off like timeout. And then I think uh, Tony's confused what's going on. And uh, the referee's like, come on, fight. And Nate's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening here? And then that's when Tony decided, well, he's going to pay homage to uh, Nick Diaz and just lay down. Did the lay down, yep. And, and I think the ref was confused. He didn't know what was happening. Mark Goddard. Mark Goddard was right. Yeah, that's right. Mark Goddard. I, I was trying to remember who it was. It was yeah, it was Mark. He was talking about uh, that, actually, that fight on uh, on Twitter today. Okay. So then they Nate storms after him again. It was really weird. He'd back off, and then you're like, I don't know, trying to fake him out or something. Um, just it's the I, head games, right? It's the it game. really. Is. Uh, Ferguson needed to pounce in these situations. He kind of let let him off the hook, I think, a little bit. There were times, though, I will um, say, like you you could see, and I don't remember which particular round, uh, to be honest here, but there were there were situations where Nick would or Nick Nick Nate would do the you know he would like bend over, turn aside, do the mm-hmm. things where he's like clearly not going to hit, and then Tony would come in and he'd like he would get something in, and you you could see Nick would, or oh God, I keep wanting to call him Nick, don't I? Uh, you could see Nate kind of acknowledging me, like, all right, yeah, you got it. It's like, maybe just stop doing it, yeah. Nate. It's not working. Uh, <laughs> it's not actually helping you. So, yeah, but Nate, I thought Nate did land a bunch to the head. It's it's close because the leg kicks to Diaz, yeah. and he had good reactions. I favor the shots to the head. I think they had Ferguson in more danger, caused more damage, felt closer to a fight ending strikes. Uh, so I'm on 10-9 Diaz. I was very torn, yeah, for the, all the reasons you outlined. Um, so the fact that Judge Camillo had Ferguson here, that makes a lot more sense to me than round two, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I did like as you. Uh, I had it uh, for a Diaz round, so we were in the majority with judges D'Amato and McCarthy. And then, of course, the judges didn't matter anyway because Nick. Oh my God! Can he just change his name to Nick for me? It's Nate. <laughs> no, uh, Nathan Diaz. Nathan. Nathan Diaz uh, managed to finish with the uh, the 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 pose uh, guillotine choke as well. He got the little. Uh, flexing in there at the mm-hmm. end too that was it was an indelible image really good good way to finish his uh current phase of his ufc career i guess we can call it right there'll be another phase that's so you say um moving on though we do have four more rounds this one was the deciding round in a split decision that opened the prelims johan lanis lanis right I, oh gosh his name uh these names i, I should be uh, much more awake than I am right now, unfortunately. But uh, he got the win over Darian Weeks. Much easier name to say. <laughs> like I said, split decision, all 29-28s around. Uh, round three, our decider. What's happening here? Yeah, lower output round, so really no shock. We got a split here. Always tough. Yeah. Early, uh, not much landing. Lanus throws a blocked head kick. Weeks throws a blocked spin kick. Lanus grabs her front headlock from standing, looking to, you know for a guillotine, but nothing there. Weeks lands a couple knees to the gut. They separate. Weeks is looking for a takedown. Lanus lands some good elbows to the head, forcing Weak to move his head to the outside, which Lanus used to grab a Kamara, and we just stalemate here for, like, minutes. Uh, once they break, they both pick up the output a little bit, but really not much effective landing. I think Weeks lands a decent left hand, and Lanus landed a good body kick. Eileen Lanus, no issue either way. 10-9 Lanus. I have to say... The um the gall to put Tony Weeks on a Darian Weeks fight uh, <laughs> was 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 gutsy. You know, obviously they're the same person now. They can, I'm sure Tony Weeks can do his job just fine uh, with Darian Weeks, who I am quite certain he's not related to. Because why would they put that? Yeah, together, that wouldn't right? happen. It doesn't make any sense. So I'm we're we're kidding here, of course. Um, I had I had Felinus as well. But yeah, these these slow output rounds. I mean, you got to give the judges something, right? Mm-hmm. You got to give them something to score. 
And these guys just didn't really do enough. I think there was a little bit of an outcry after this one, too. And I was like, man, how, how could we get here? You know, the, mm-hmm. then everybody forgot about it as the night went on. And then they, the another split decision replaced that one. So everybody just forgot about the prelims. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I do want to point out that the Kimura wasn't a, it wasn't a submission. It was just a Kimura grip defending a single leg. Right, right, it, right. And they stood they stayed there for a, a long time. Yeah, quite, so. a, quite a stalemate. Yeah. Nothing really going on. So, yeah. But, yeah, I had the same as you. Uh, same as Mike Bell, same as Tony Weeks, uh, who went against Darian Weeks. See, there's no bias, not at all, <laughs> uh, just because they have the same last name. Uh, but it was Ron McCarthy who saw this one for Weeks. He was in the uh, minority here. We didn't see it his way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if it went the other way, shoot, what are you going to do? Throw up your hands, pretty much. Yeah, do more. Yeah, just do yep. more. Just do more. Fight. Try to win. Um, that's not really what it looked like in there, right? Three more rounds. None of these ended up being really... Um, consequential i guess to the finish right because we, we've got one more mm-hmm. uh split round and then we've got two ten eights let's start with that last split round here round one of a fight that ended in round two dennis to got the win over jamie pickett tko in the second round what happened in round one though he lost when, a point when, in the second round too. he did he did we don't need to worry about that he, he yeah. negated that but yep. but yeah in round one and actually in round one he does land that <laughs> a big low blow that kind of <laughs> yeah. ended up going to the second one but i'll let you set up the round yeah, very competitive round. I think Pickett comes out and seems to be taken over. He's landing some solid left hands and kicks, and then he gets stumbled. Uh, didn't help. He was on one leg during that stumbling, but from this point on, it felt like Pickett was losing a little steam. He kind of immediately shot after he stumbled. So, I mean, maybe it stung a little bit. Uh, Tululian started to gain some momentum, landing some good shots from about the two-minute mark on. I didn't see the same effect on Pickett's side, uh, and Tululian edges it out in my eyes, so 10-9 him. I had it that way too, close round, but I went that way. I don't really have much more to say, and it didn't matter. Right? It just didn't matter. Uh, judges Adelaide Bird and Judge uh, Junichiro Camillo had this one the same as you and I. It was Sal D'Amato on his own for Pickett. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got no issue. Yeah, no issue, no issue. Now let's move on to our ten eight splits, sir. Starting with yeah. Chris Barnett, who got the win in the second round over Jake Collier after being, uh, well, pretty messed up in the first round. Everyone's talking about his jaw might be broken, might have nerve damage, can't see out of his eye. He definitely can't see out of the eye. Um, that, I don't think anyone could dispute whether he could see out of that eye very well. But uh, when you heard him talk after the fight and you heard him talk on uh, on videos posted later, it didn't seem like he broke his jaw or that he had nerve damage. Who knows what was going on? But either way, it wasn't going his way in round one. Why not? Well, he gets dropped early. Uh, yeah, that'll hurt. Gets back up, and Collier stumbles him again. Somewhat of a knockdown. Kind of just fell down to a knee. Uh, and they just let the leather fly for like a full minute straight. It was pretty awesome. This, uh, this was the type of heavyweight fight yeah, we enjoy. And then, yeah. I mean, they got a little tired after that. They did. As they did. <laughs> yeah. As the round goes on, you know, Barnett, he starts coming back a little bit. He's landing some good shots, but Collier gets a big trip. Good, impactful takedown right into the mount. Uh, Barnett gives his back up, and... He just starts pounding on him, then uh, attacks the neck. No real choke attempt, more of a neck crank than anything. But I do think in he was he was landing a lot of shots. I think he hit, hits all three Ds here to some degree, damage easily being the, the highest degree. So I'm on 10-8. Dan, didn't I say I was looking forward to this fight, by the way? You did? Yeah. Yeah. I don't say that for a lot of heavyweight fights, and this is why. This ended up being a good fight. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this one. If this was fight of the night, it really wouldn't have been that bad. But Chris Barnett was ineligible for uh, post-fight bonuses. He missed the heavyweight limit. Yeah. Is that the first time someone's missed heavyweight? No. Some, no. It, it's, it happened earlier this year. I want to say okay. Justin Taffa? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 
So it was the second time twice this year. Uh, and this was 267 and a half. Not great. It's a big boy. But we're only talking about the judging here. You had the eight. I also gave the eight to, to Jake Collier. I thought I thought the damage was there. And once you had the damage, and I think there was some good dominance and and, and duration, too. I think you know, there's duration of damage that yeah. he was landing at times, too. And, yeah, so I, I feel good here um, being a 10-8. A I think this is what we kind of want out of a 10-8. Judges Mike Bell and Ron McCarthy agreed. Tony Weeks uh, was on the nine here who had Tony weeks who had been kind of known for a long time, at least in, in terms of my data that I track, he was kind of like almost always the nine. Right. Mm-hmm. And then lately he's been like way pushing for the eight. It was almost like he was trying to figure it out. I'm not yeah, I'm just reading the tea leaves here. I don't, I'm not in his head, but it looked <laughs> like he was trying to test it out a little bit, figure out where the, where the limits were, but he wasn't on the same page and, and doesn't seem he, uh, he is yet. Uh, so hopefully more recalibration. They can all get on the same page and this can just be a unanimous eight. That's what I hope. Anyway, yeah, but didn't matter. Like I said, Chris Barnett comes back and he wins the fight. I don't think either of these guys were going 15. Well, the round, well, round two, I was like, if this makes it out, how are they going to even answer the bell for round three? Either guy, yeah, but we've seen it before, yeah. We but were, I also yeah, was like, seen it. if this go the way this is heading, this is like trending 10 7. No, it was getting there until then it got stopped, obviously. Yeah, it was, it was. Just pounding on him. I, I, like, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I just, I would imagine he would have slowed down. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't stop. Yeah. He just kept punching. Fair enough. I don't know where he found that energy. Then he was drinking beers on the way out. Yes, he was. Well, there's some more energy, <laughs> I guess. Um, And then the last fight here, this is another eight, like I said. Norma Dumont getting the clear victory over Danielle Wolf, um, who was known as a boxer but was definitely getting lit up on the feet for a lot of this fight too uh it was 30 27 twice and a 30 26 the 10 8 split occurred in the third round where it had no actual impact on the result but what happened here let's talk about this anyway yeah we got we got to do our due diligence yeah she gets an early takedown and, and wolf is fighting she's preventing the pass she's not making it easy she's throwing some punches from the from the bottom i think she acquitted herself okay for someone who is definitely not a for, grappler for the early part of the round, but once yeah. once Dumont um she stands up, she passes, she goes right to mount. From here, uh, Wolf switched from fighting to surviving. Really, it's what yeah. it, fe- it was. What it felt like, uh, Dumont was landing big punches, overwhelming her on the ground in the transitions. Wolf is just trying not to get finished. Really, you know, fighting spirits diminished. It, it, I don't know that. I don't even know that Wolf Dumont, does anything. Yeah, Dumont's pushing for the finish with with solid elbows and punches. I, I think this is a ten eight. I feel like this is an eight two. This is this is one I feel less strong about than than the other one. But I I think it's a I think it gets there. Mm-hmm. I think it does. Um, I think you can get there with with the D's as well. And so did Saldamano. He he had it that way. Um, but he was on his own. Judges Doug Crosby and Junichiro Kamijo, They had a, a nine here for Dumont. I think Sal got it. I think he got it right. Yeah, they got, that's a ten eight. Yeah. What what does that mean though? We're we're with him. Couch side over. <laughs> gonna walk that one to wisconsin <laughs> no i'm not won't do it uh, never no. been to wisconsin you ever been to wisconsin no you ever gonna go i might do a, a game at lambeau i would go i would go to wisconsin why not yeah lambeau i want to i want to go to all the ballparks so i got to get over to uh to milwaukee exactly it used to be miller park that's and now what, it's some other stupid name that's what i have to do i checked off uh one this year no two this year well two oh that's right you went to fenway fenway did i do two no i was supposed to have three i don't want to get into it <laughs> no want to kill the just, vibe just upset me all right that's all fine right. we can we can skip it over um but yeah that is that is it we got all nine rounds in um finishes we had seven 
Three of them by uh, KOTKO, four by sub. It's not often that we get more subs than uh, than strike base finishes, right? Mm. And then three of these were in the first round. Uh, I know you didn't like the uh, the the Nick Diaz finish, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll just lean into it. Uh, <laughs> that had to be it, right? There's no sh- no no surprise here. Yeah, like yeah. Nate Diaz guillotine, opportune guillotine, just left his neck hanging out there, grabbed it up, got the tap. With exactly 2.09 left on the clock. No, no, no. 2.09 was left on the clock at the tap. Okay, at the moment at the, the tap occurred, the, tap happens the clock at that was ticking down read 2.09. Yes. But that is not how they marked down how no. the fight ended. But it does I mean, that's the visual. Right, the visual, yes, is 2.09. So, you, you, I will give you that. If you did a screen grab, you could get that. Go to Joe Rogan's uh, Insta. <laughs> You'll see it there. There you go. Um. Yeah. Has anyone heard of Joe Rogan's uh Instagram? <laughs> Joe Joe Rogan. He's he does he does the commentary. But yeah, well, I like that you wrote uh Diaz and I didn't even watch yet for yeah. your uh for your pick. <laughs> yeah. So just obviously not even trying. You're just <laughs> just just gonna say it anyway. <laughs> uh, but of course, why not? Yeah. Go go. What do you got? Me. I I had uh this one. This was so weird. Like, I don't know how much you... Were you able to watch this at I all I didn't live? watch the whole fight. No, I didn't see yeah, anything live. Okay, okay. So you didn't watch it live. I'm watching it live. Did you know about this before you got to see it? I saw a highlight of it, uh, like, just scrolling Twitter. Okay, so you still don't really... You didn't have the same experience that I think a lot of us did, was we're watching this fight. Irina Aldana, she's on the ground, and Macy Chason is, is up there. You know, she's starting to throw maybe some kind of... Some up kicks, and then one of them lands in the, you know, in the side there, and all of a sudden, Macy Macy Chason just goes down, and I'm I'm only like partially watching uh, at this moment because I was kind of kind of swamped with uh, other work responsibilities at this point, so I I didn't know exactly what was happening. I'm watching. I actually sort of watching the exchange, but I missed this particular thing, and I'm like, well, what happened? And everyone's kind of wondering. Did she go down. Is she injured? What's going on? They wave the fight off. She's not getting up, and they figure out, oh, it was an up kick that was a liver shot. Yeah, which I can't find anyone produce evidence that says oh yeah we saw this in you know akmat mma in 2014 <laughs> between you know so and so russian guy and this guy from you know south korea or something like that no nothing it was it was strange because even jason herzog he he goes over to him and he's like what hurts yeah so and then i guess he uh obviously he figured it out yeah yeah well he's a smart guy yeah knows a lot yeah. of languages and, and think he's like an engineer but that yeah that was interesting knockout yeah so um that was that was wild. So like when you're watching it, you're like, "What's going on?" And then you figure it out, and you're like, "Once once you put the pieces together later, you're like, that's incredible." Yeah, that you was... know, you, it's like it, <laughs> it's almost like the you know not, not the same reason, but in Anchorman when he finds that uh, Baxter had eaten the whole wheel of cheese, like I'm not even mad. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you you went from like one feeling to another. It's just very interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was mine, and I saw some people talking about this as like potential KO of the year. I feel like it can't be just because there was the whole confusion, right? It's it's fascinating, but is it spectacular? I don't know. That's what I want. I want something um, spectacular out of my knockouts. Was it an intentional strike? Was it an intentional strike to the body? Was like that was she was she, Did, was her intent to kick the liver? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, that, that's what who I, knows. I'm not in her head. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. So I didn't see anything one way or the other. Her saying that oh yeah I meant to do it or no no mm. it just happened. So uh, it doesn't matter. It happened. I don't care if it yeah. was an accident. That's that's amazing. Well, yeah, that's well, that's where that's my argument comes in. That's Fair why, enough. That's why subs are better than knockouts. There's there's no <laughs> accidental knock. There's no accidental sub. Mm. So I, I well, kind of 
Never. The Von Flute choke. That is not accidental. I mean, it's you know, not. It's, but it's a you know, technique. It's, I know, I know. But it's it, it requires someone else's participation. <laughs> I guess. Oftentimes I it does. I think, I'm, I'm sure, look, I haven't spent as much time on the mats in a long time that I would really like to. And, and as I've been saying to you, hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe soon I'll That'd actually get back cool. on the mat. That'd be awesome. We'll see. Things have to align. Stars need to align, but yeah. Um. Yeah. Someone proved me wrong. I, there's a lot of grapplers who listen to this show, and you can tell me, "Hey, Scott, you're an idiot," and that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. I'll take it. Um. But that is it for UFC 279. That is it for the 209 in the UFC for now. Unless, yeah, for now, for him, if Nick decides he wants to come back, I kind of hope he doesn't. It'd be nice if he would just. He was hurt. I just don't. He want... took the fight. I, he I... was hurt. He had to take it for some, whatever reason. He had to take it. But... I just I want him to be happy in his life and not fighting because he seems to not love it anymore. I don't think he ever loved it. Eh, maybe not. But he knew he was good at it and needed the money a little more than probably he does now. I hope. I hope. I hope he doesn't need money. That's all. That's where I'm really at. I just hope mm-hmm. he doesn't need money. I hope they all don't need money. Unfortunately, too many do. But let's look ahead before we get going here. UFC Vegas number sixty. Been a while since we had one of these at the Apex, but we'll have three in a row, so get used to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's a break in there, though. Um, Corey Sanhagen, Song and Dong. I like this headliner. Good, good, uh, good matchup there. I'm very happy with it. Um, you know, two young guys. Sanhagen is is 30, um, so he's not that young anymore. But I still feel like he's got several years left of mm-hmm. before he might not even have hit his actual prime yet. I think he's still it's building up to something. I think. I would not rule him out to become the champion someday, Corey Sanhagen. There's just too much potential for violence there, and I think you know he hits the right stride, gets gets a little bit of matchups here, maybe he can win the title. But Song Yadong, he's only 24. Yeah, he's really young, and he's been fighting in the UFC for like five or six years, or something like that. It's it's wild. He's he's been here since he's a kid. Now he's a he's a young man, and he's he's got a lot of momentum coming in here. I like this fight a lot. Yeah, this is this should be interesting. Mm-hmm. This should be an interesting fight. I, I'm gonna lean Sanhagen though. Okay. I'm not making any pick, but you do you, sir. I'm just leaning that way. Leaning that way. I get you. I get you. Uh, no bets. No bets. No bets. Bets are over, right? Bets are over. That's all right. I'm on the college football now. There you go. That's that's your stride. By the way, I put uh, I put a dollar on every NFL Week One under. Okay. And I went eleven and five. So you won. Oh yeah. That's good. That's how that works. That's a good win. Yeah. I was I, I was making sure you didn't parlay it. No 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 no. Be- no, I Very did not difficult. do a parlay. I just I did one a dollar on each one. I said, well, let's okay. see how it shakes out. Because mm-hmm. I figured at the worst, maybe I lose a few cents. At the most, I maybe gain a few cents. And I ended up doing really well. And I don't. I mean, like I said, it's a buck each. So it's not like I'm, you know, I, I probably now I can go buy like like an ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Let's treat myself to an ice cream. For sure. There you go. <laughs> uh, any other fights you're looking forward to on this card in particular? Um, in particular, just because it's recent contender series guy Joe Pfeiffer. Okay. Uh, he was he was from. Week one when Dana had his his infamous uh, rant about what Tuesday night is all about. That was when we were. And, well, I was yeah. actually still in Niagara. You were you were home. Yeah, at that point. and he yeah. he said, "Be Joe Pfeiffer." That's right. And so I this is this now. is that guy. He's getting his shot against a guy who's has to win, must win. He's zero three in the UFC. Alan Amandov. Amandovsky is that who it is? I'll get I'll get it's Alan. What is it? You know what I mean? He's a middleweight, right? Yeah, yeah. Alan Amandovsky. Yeah. Yeah, so he he's zero three in the UFC. Must win for him. Now my question is: Is Pfeiffer has a lot of a lot of uh, pressure? I would imagine. Is his nickname B now? I don't know. 
It's just well, B. Well, Joe. Bruce just announced him as B. Joe Pfeiffer. I, I think that's my my what it has to be. Like, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking you. I don't know much about Joe. I believe Pfeiffer. he's a Philly guy, actually, okay. too. So all right, is out of that crew. Yeah. All right. The Felder crew. Okay. So right on. What about you? Any other fights? You know, honestly, there's there's not like a lot of fights that I'm like, yeah, that fight. It's more like so many of these fights. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I guess I I think I like the the totality of the prelims and mm-hmm. and undercard under the the main event okay. more than I like most individual fights, which I guess is a way of saying I like this card. Mm-hmm. You know, on the whole. Mm-hmm. But the I would say the one fight that, that still jumps out at me is uh, Chidi Njokwani and Gregory Rodriguez. Uh, I like that one quite a bit. I yeah. think this will be a fun one. Robocop. Robocop. Or what do they call him? Uh, Barack Obama, right? They think they everyone thinks he looks like <laughs> Barack Obama. That's what, the, yeah, that's what everybody says. Jacked Obama. Yeah. That's what it looks like to yeah, me. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I forget exactly what it is. I mean, I guess I can sort of see it in the th- in the sense that they both are humans. You know, <laughs> They both look like human beings. So, yeah, sure. There's a resemblance. But no, I I, I would say I, I like this fight just. I think they're interesting fighters. I think we have the potential for a really fun fight. That's yeah, what I like sh- about this it. Should, yeah, it should be a good one. Yeah. That was it? That was You didn't have any other fights you were looking forward to? You're, you're kind of like uh, me, maybe? or I mean, uh, there's names on there I'm interested in, like uh, Bill Algio, Andre Feely. Yeah, I mean, that'll be, be decent that'll be fight. Fun. That's what I mean. Like That's like a fight that yeah. rises to the level of, like, I'm interested enough, Damon, but I'm not like... Yeah, Damon Jackson and Pat it, Sabatini. That's, okay. That I, that might be a uh, a fun one. There you go. Chevin Drowles is on the card, so... But, I think it's going to be a good card. Now, you're going to be okay know. without... It's 15 fights, though. Yeah, so... it's a well, we'll see how many of them make it. It's a 4 o'clock start, right? Don't forget, Aspen Ladd is on this one at 135 pounds. Supposedly. Oh, yeah, Sarah McMahon. So, maybe 14. Okay. <laughs> I, I Look, I've, I want only for her to be healthy and safe, um, but I have very little confidence that she can get to 135 healthy and safe. Um, I hope she proves me wrong. I want yeah. her to be healthy. Maria uh, Agapova's on here. You like she, her? She oh, had she's, she had she's, a lot of steam. She burned you before, right? She's had a lot of steam, and then doesn't really. I don't really know. We'll see. She's playing Jillian Robertson. Oh yeah, overall good card. That's so. what I'm. That's what four I was o'clock start. Too. Are you gonna be okay in this post Nate Diaz world though in the UFC? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you even? Ha- who are you looking forward to watching now? Who's who's like your guy in the UFC? I'm a, I'm on Bo Nickel. That's right. You're I'm a Bo Nickel I'm a, guy I'm a Bo Nickel guy now. You're gonna ride and die with him. I'm riding with Bo Nickel. Okay. Future champ at 170. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. And Jim Miller's still fighting. That's well, so he, he's your guy. He is my guy. Yeah. He's always been my you guy. You got Frankie Edgar for another month and a half. Two months. The thing is, I, I rooted for BJ against Frankie, so. Yeah. Frankie's but, never been my. He's not. I thought he was still in there. He's he's in the mix, but he's, he's <laughs> not like. You were doing the Dana White in the mix if, thing? <laughs> if he's fighting, it depends who he's fighting. Really? So if he's not fighting a Diaz brother, or, or he's Jim. not fighting Jim Miller, or he's not fighting BJ Penn, then him? Yeah. I thought that's still pretty high on the list, sir. Yeah, he is pretty high up. Because those guys, he's not going to fight ever again. That's true. I mean, yeah, all right. You're, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> and that does it. We'll be back again on Monday as usual. Yeah, back the real day. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful week. And, uh, yeah, enjoy those fights. <laughs>